0: Today's podcast is brought to you by the Curtain Jerks Podcast, the funniest wrestling podcast on the internet, full of sketches, improv comedy, and interviews with real WWE, Impact, and other wrestlers. To check out their stuff, go to soundcloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. Make sure to leave comments. Enjoy. Enjoy. Everybody, and welcome to the sports, sports, sports podcast. And I'm Joel Anderson, and joining me, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Rant Jordan's still on leave. Jordan is still on leave. I tried to fill in there. I think we could all feel how awkward it was. That didn't work. <laughs> yeah, did you saying sports twice freaked me yeah. out. I didn't care for it. And then I said my name, and immediately realized, like, oh, I got to go right into this next one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you're we're still finding our rhythm, our we Jordanless rhythm. Our, yeah, we're we're, we're coping because once again, Jordan is doing important maintenance on the series of microphones uh, that we have that, and, he so that he loves so dearly. He loves so dearly. Yeah. So, uh we, we gotta, miss you Jordan. We uh, miss you Jordan. Take care of those microphones. Yeah, but we know how much those microphones matter to you. Yeah. So, uh so do what you got to do. Yeah, I hear he's installing some of them in the uh where they're going to have the Olympics in 2020 in Japan. Yeah. Just preparing ahead of time. No, that's that's how Jordan rolls. Yeah. It's like as, as soon as the stadium goes up, he's he's knocking on our door like who's Who's on this for the microphones? Who's yeah. covering this? And so. in five years, we're going to be like, "Thank God, thank God, absolutely." Yeah. As we will, we will have the coverage we need. Yeah, yeah. you catch any games this week, Phil? Uh, no, I didn't. I'm a sports outsider. I don't know much uh, about yeah. sports. That's the premise of the show. Boom! Boom. And it's it. baseball playoffs are going on right now. I believe that to be true. Uh, I heard that uh, the there was a team, the Cubs. Yes. Yep. Cubs won their first playoff series at Wrigley Stadium. Yeah, ever. I heard about that because I got a lot of improv friends who all f- care about Chicago yeah. for some crazy reason. I said stadium. I think it's really field. Uh, but yeah. and, and 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 incidentally, and that's uh, the it, it, 1914. I want to say is when when it opened. Whoa. Yeah. So it's been a while, Phil. Yeah, it's been, it's been a, a while. Be since i were hungry. Uh, also, in the midst of uh, NFL football, which brings us to. Hey, Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Manziel's put your man boobs in a Manziel today. All right. Johnny Manziel mocked by Brown's teammates. Sub headline, clarification, Johnny Manziel publicly mocked by Brown's teammates. Poor little feller. Shouldn't have done him like that. We would have to assume that he's getting mocked by his teammates constantly. They're just keeping it in-house. Yeah, but being mocked to your face is where. That's why I always tell people, "Hey, guys, if you're gonna make fun of me, do it behind my back." Right. I don't want to know I about it. I just assume. I mean, <laughs> I kind of wish people would would make fun of me behind my back more. You're a doofus. Yeah, because because yeah. they do it to my face so much. Right. It's like you know why? Because you earn every single one of them. I I absolutely do. You strange, uh, strange man. So I'm sure that Johnny Manziel spent a lot of time in training camp this year watching Josh McCown and thinking to himself, Hmm. I'm better than that guy. Boo. And it's understandable. He's pretty much everyone who's ever watched Josh McCown play football has probably thought to themselves, hmm, I'm better than that guy. I have not watched him play football. <laughs> yeah, see, there we yep. go. If you did, I feel like even you'd be like, I don't understand the rules of any of this, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I could do that. I think that every time I catch sports though, I'm like, I could probably I could probably throw that ball through that hoop. Yeah. So so here's the sad thing. It is uh becoming increasingly clear that Johnny Manvell is Johnny Menzel is not in fact, better than that guy. Oh really poor little uh, feller. So, uh, Johnny Menzel uh, was looking to create a QB controversy earlier this year. I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember this, Phil, but he actually started the first two games of the year while Josh McCown was injured. I <gasps> don't remember that. We we covered it in the Johnny Menzel I know, update, but all the wo- there's so many it's names. Just going in <laughs> one, one names and out names. the other. It, we do update watch updates on three people. Three right. people, Phil. I know, and they all get confusing to me. They all they all blend into the same person. Two are NFL quarterbacks, and one is the best basketball player maybe ever. Sure. That's, all right. Regardless, okay, uh, starts the first two games of the year with Josh McCown, uh, you know, being injured. Uh, second game, they win. They beat Tennessee, and he throws two touchdown passes. Whoa. All of a sudden, Browns fans are saying, why are we going to put Josh McCown? Back into the game. Why don't we go with Johnny Manziel, our first round draft pick from a few years ago? Well, why would they say that? I hear he's it, terrible. Browns fans were clamoring for Johnny Manziel. Okay. Right? Cut to this last Sunday's thrilling thirty-three to thirty OT victory over the Ravens. Ooh, screenplay format. Yeah, in which Josh McCown goes thirty-six for fifty-one, racking up four hundred and fifty-seven yards, two touchdowns no interceptions and a rushing TD. If you got 457 yards and you only got two touchdowns, that feels weird. It seems like you'd get four and a half touchdowns. It's, it, it does seem a little strange. Yeah. Uh, it is possible. That's actually the second. That's the highest yardage total of any quarterback this season, not named Tom Brady. Oh, well yeah. that's a weird stat for Tom Brady. Where he's just like, Hey, include me guys. <laughs> well, that's, he's the one guy who's thrown for, you know what? I'm not even going to, yeah. uh, so, so when reached for comment after the game, star left tackle Joe Thomas of the Cleveland Brown was quoted as saying, uh, "Yeah, put Johnny in. That's all I can say." Is that all he said? That is all he said. He was being sarcastic, Phil. Oh, he was. I couldn't tell from the inflection; it sounded yes. like you were being serious. Well, I, I didn't really throw it in there, but clearly, like, Josh McCown is crushing it, crushing it, and and Joe Thomas, teammate of Johnny Manziel, decided mm. to take that opportunity. Throwing a little jab. Ooh. A little jab to the ribs. Ouch. Little, hey, Johnny. Whoa. You're not that good. Ouch. Josh McCown's better than you. Ooh. We're a better team with another guy. Stop in. my ribs. He just, and he, he went for it. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Uh, so not only is Johnny Football riding the pine right now, uh, he's become a walking punchline. And not the walking punchline that he'd like to be in that his penis is attached to his body and he walks around with it and then he shows it to people as a joke. Right, that's uh, right. a great punchline. Yeah, that's that's the punchline he'd like. No, a walking touch uh, punchline in the sense that the media circus surrounding the guy uh, who has such marginal skills has gotten bizarre enough that an offensive lineman on his team can land a sick, sick burn on him. Ooh, sick burn! Absolutely. Uh, so it's just a uh, it, it, it's it's unfortunate, namely the fact that uh, Johnny Football uh, would actually play football is that in and of itself that's a funny idea. The idea that he would play football was funny to Joe Thomas. He's like, hey, you want to know It would be an obviously ironic and facetious comment that this guy on our team would actually be playing in games? You know what he should change his name to? What's that? Johnny Not Football. (laughs) Johnny Anything But Football. I'm with you. Johnny Not Football Manziel. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. All right. And this has been another Johnny Manziel Update Watch Update. Johnny Manziel update. Watch update. Brought to you by Manziel's punch man boobs in a manzel today. What do we got this week, Phil? Oh, uh, this week we've got uh some dude uh from uh old dude yeah uh a Samuel McClendon. Samuel McClendon. Uh, because the the Chicago Cubs have advanced to the NLCS. Sure. Uh, you know, putting them as close to the World Series as they have been uh you know in a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we're having Samuel McClendon in. Really interesting guy. He was there and remembers the last time the Cubs won the World Series. That, he must be an elderly fellow. So, nineteen ought eight. was the year that was they won there. the World Series. He must he be was, like one hundred and fifteen years he's, old. Uh, he is not forthcoming about his age, okay. but I do believe him when he says. Well, he's if that he was old. eight when he's uh, then he would be one hundred and fifteen. True, but he might be. He might be even older than that. Wow, didn't I yeah, didn't I'd... get issued a birth certificate. Because, because that's he's the that old. Sort of they didn't, didn't have paper yet. For a lot of people back then. Yeah. You know what? Uh probably on the Today Show, Smucker sponsored a happy birthday message to him. Could be. Yeah. Uh doesn't watch TV. He tells me that he's worried about the Rays. Right. Yeah. Fair. So so there's that. Um uh, and then let's see. What what else will we have in the show? It's America's favorite segment. Oh. America's favorite segment. I feel like Jordan would remember the name of the segment, it, and I'm it's just a blanking a wide, wide world, world. A wide world of, of weird. A wide world of uh, weird athletes. No, wide world of weird sports. Got it oh, right. That's we do right. We that's do that one. every, week, don't every we? week. Every week. Every week. You know what else we do every week? Uh, news. 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 Yep. News. 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 On the sports, sports, sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. Okay. News. Uh, news. 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 Ha! Ah, you forgot it. I did forget. Uh. Louisville basketball rocked by allegations of escort parties. Uh, Louisville is a baseball bat, not basketball. <laughs> I know this and you it's, didn't. It's also a basketball team. A sub-headline for this story, first minute is free, two ninety nine a minute after that. Ooh, I've Ooh. been caught by those ads before. <laughs> yeah, escort parties, right? Yeah. Uh, so the University of Louisville is currently uh, investigating allegations made in a new book that a graduate assistant employed by the basketball program employed escorts to throw parties for potential recruits, uh, a bunch of high school kids, and, and players. Makes sense. That's yeah. how you get people to go to your college, Joel. Right, absolutely. Seems to make perfect sense, but put a pin in that, we'll come back to it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, author and prostitute uh, Katina Powell, that's not one that you often get to say. Uh, it's <laughs> a good slashy, though. <laughs> it is. Author, prostitute. Author, prostitute <laughs> yeah. Katina Powell, uh, describes these pa- parties in her new book, breaking cardinal rules basketball and the escort queen you know what if she was a uh, a cardinal of the catholic church slash prostitute that would be an even better that name. would be an even better yeah. slash yep uh but in this case cardinals are the mascots for louisville so that's, oh that that's makes a more clever sense. play on words yeah cardinal rule Cardinals. Right. Yeah. yeah uh so she recounted how she was hired by former staffer uh andre mcgee uh to provide girls for some 22 parties between 2010 and 2014. That was a good four years. Absolutely. They would strip.
1: Mm. They
0: would have sex with the recruits mm-hmm. uh, and do such things as that. Among the salacious details she included was the fact that she used to employ her own daughters. What? As escorts. See, that's a tell-all book about how terrible she is, not how terrible the team is. Oh, pretty much. But here's the thing. There's collateral damage, Phil. I can believe she, it. As terrible as she is. Still looks bad for Louisville. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, absolutely. So Louisville coach Rick Pitino, uh, a, a future Hall of Famer by most regards, mm. uh, he, though, insisted that he had no idea that any of this was going on. Bull spunk. Right? Bull during spunk. A, during a press conference, he pushed back saying, we will find the truth. Truth. The he truth? Said tr- he said truth. Oh, okay, he didn't say we will find the truth. Truth is my en- uh, uh, my emphasis, and yeah. that's the truth. We will find the truth, whatever that may be, and people will pay the price for any wrongdoing that might occur. Yeah, and that price is probably about what two hundred dollars for the the big one, a hundred dollars <laughs> oh, for the it was medium one. Uh, she claimed that they got paid as much as like ten grand for these parties. Whoa! Which begs the question. Uh, yeah, I guess if if Rick Pitino wasn't involved, wow. What a great graduate assistant Andre Andre McGee was. Sure, coming up with ten grand a party twenty two times in four years. Unbelievable. Just deep pockets and a burning desire to 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 show those recruits a good time. Sure, took initiative on his own. No knowledge from Rick Pitino. I'm I mean, good on positive. him for his team spirit. Though, it seems like there's at least a chance that Rick Pitino's lying. Oh, and that this was what? connected to the boosters. I oh. got to gotta say, it seems possible. Uh, Rick Petina would also say, I know the whys from the other end. Meaning uh, the lady who wrote the book. Don't know the whys from our end. Still can't figure it out. Huh. Uh, as you just pointed out, Phil, seems like the whys are pretty clear. Right. Seems I get like the whys. If, if you get a 17-year-old kid laid when he comes to your campus, there's much better chance. He's going to come play basketball. I would think so. At that age, you're just like, what's happening to my body? Exactly. I remember when I was 17, if I had made a campus visit to pretty much anywhere, And if I had gotten banged by pretty much anyone, I would have gone to that university. Oh yeah. Could have been freaking Northern Montana it would have been like, well, there's a ton of snow. We only have two majors, and that's moose hunting and welding. And I would have been like, well, I'll pick one. I didn't get into that school. My <laughs> oh. moose hunting scores were very low. I they took were... AP moose hunting in yeah. high school to try to get a leg up. I still What'd couldn't get What did you get in the test? I got a two oh. on the AP exam. I got a five. Ah, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> so you killed the moose. That was <laughs> the only question. I did, fact, kill the moose. The question was, uh, would you kill this moose? And I wrote down no, and that yeah. gave me a two. Bad answer. Yeah. Makes you wonder what you do for a one. Yeah. Neither here nor there. Here's the thing though. Oh, uh, if you spell your name right, you get a two. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. We immediately understood Phil. Yeah. Uh, uh, what the benefit to Louisville would be if, if, if they hired prostitutes to sleep with recruits. Sure. Uh, it seems like Rick Petino, who's been doing college basketball for a couple of decades, mm-hmm. might be a little coy with this. Yeah. He'll say that He doesn't understand the benefit from his end. Right. hmm. Uh, absolutely. Steve Sarkeesian, Fired by USC. Whoa. Oh yeah. Sub headline. If you can't show up to a team function drunk, then I don't even know if I want to be a head coach anymore. You can't show up to a team function drunk. (laughs) Turns turns out you can't. Well, turns out you can for a little while. And then people start to notice and you get fired. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. So if I showed up to work drunk, people would be like, Oh, get out of here. You jerk. The Steve Sarkeesian saga continues. Okay. Uh, Now, you may remember, you probably don't remember because you are getting burritos. Yep. But we had Steve Sarkeesian on the show. Uh, he... Oh, the drunk guy. Exactly. Yeah, I remember uh, So that. he he said a bunch of stuff at a booster meeting where he got... He was very clearly intoxicated and cursed mm-hmm. a bunch, and they sent him home. Uh, and after that, uh, Steve Sarkeesian tried to make things up to people. Sure. Yeah, he came out uh, and he said that he was... Sure that he didn't have an alcohol problem. Okay. That but, usually means you have an alcohol problem. But just in case, just in case he'd go ahead and seek treatment just sure. to satisfy all the worry bills. Just for funsies, yeah, as they say funsies, in the alcohol Just to make sure industry. that everybody's you know going to be okay. He'd go ahead and do it. And he also came on the podcast to clear the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ultimate act of contrition in sports, right, is to go on the sports, go sports, board, sports 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 podcast. Board, clear that air. Clear the air. Get yeah. the air clean. There's there's a reason why we're acknowledged to be the air clearing, you know, uh, brand name of choice right. by most major athletes. That's true, jo- <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> true, Jordan. Oh, oh, oh. oh boy. But uh, I'm I'm willing to say at this point, uh, we maybe didn't see some of the signs. Okay. Uh, Be, namely, like, that, namely, I mean, that he was drunk. He was, he was well he was clearing the air. He was drunk. He was he was the drunk, the drunk. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was clearing the air with his whiskey breath. Yeah. yeah, which actually makes the air less clear. Yeah, if anything, that's exactly what it does. Yeah, and, and so here's the thing. Uh, so this last Saturday, uh, mm-hmm. or sorry, this last Sunday, he arrives at a team function. Visibly intoxicated. Ah, that's the thing. You got to learn uh, how to hide yeah. that. Players apparently mention this. Word gets around. Uh, so on Sunday, they announced that he's indefinitely suspended. Yeesh. Monday, yeah, go ahead and fire him. And I got to uh. say that I think this is really a pretty pretty clear double standard here. You know? In what way? Uh, Like, if this... If, first of all, all right, if I remember anything about college, yeah. it's that showing up drunk to things... Was like half the point. I remember nothing about college because I yeah. was drunk the whole time. Yeah, because you you show up to things drunk. Yeah, I think I went to class drunk at least once. Oh God, I went to class drunk yeah. a few times. Usually, you'd go to the bar drunk. Yeah, You're going to the bar. Well, you got a pregame be because the bar is expensive. Yeah. Obviously, you get the kumchaka vodka for five dollars a handle. You drink half it. You go to the bar. Horrible. You you said that, yeah. and I got that taste in the back. Oh, of my the throat rubbing and alcohol and a taste. Shiver went yeah, through my it body. It burns. Terrible stuff, but. Uh, but you know, here's what I'm saying. Like if, if the students can party hard and get drunk all the time without so much as a peep from the administration, but then your coach, uh, who makes $4.25 million a year is Oof. suddenly fired for being drunk on a Sunday once. Yeah. Like how ridiculous is that? Wait, on Sundays you're, you're tailgating the games, right? Right. That's when you're supposed to get drunk. I'm, I'm drunk all of Sunday. Almost every Sunday. I'm drunk. I make a point now. Of it. Yeah. That's understandable. Thank you. Joining us on the podcast is a Cubs fan that was actually at the game when they won the last World Series. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Samuel McClendon. Hello, radio. Hey. Hello, America. Uh, It's not radio. It's podcasting. It's actually radio on the internet. Radio in the what now? It's like uh, audio files on the internet you download through an RSS feed. I don't even want to hear about it. Okay, that's fair. It's already getting a little late for me. Okay. No, that's fair. It is 4 p.m. in the afternoon. It so. absolutely is. Yeah. I mean, I've already had dinner. I oh, should be geez. in bed by now. That is an early, early bird. Well, look, you were, uh, so I'm not much of a sports guy, but I realized the Cubs, uh, kind of a long losing streak. Uh, Last time yeah, they won was I 1908. Can, I can remember all of it, and I do remember being at the game in You remember all of it? You got a sharp mind for a 130-year-old? Something like that. Okay, Again, fair. I don't, I don't have a birth certificate. That's fair. That's fair. All I know is that the game occurred uh, on the same day... That I had my first sip of whiskey. Oh, that's fun. So you must have been what four and me or five? First Chinese prostitute. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I had several other on, kinds no. of prostitutes before that. All right, but the first Chinese one no, we did right before the game, and I'll never forget it. Let's. We should just stick to the. Let's stick to the actual game. She we don't said the funniest thing about my quote-unquote baseball bat. Okay, that's, And it that's, seemed that's, like it was really in theme. Okay, well let's that's get let's cultural get, assimilation. is what No, that that's is. that sounds <laughs> racist. It just you came off a little racist. But uh, so you were at the game. I can't it imagine was at the game. Was it Wrigley Field? Wrigley? Uh, no, Wrigley Field was not built for another six years. Oh my gosh! So this must have been like what a dirt patch somewhere. It Is was. That- it was known as the Unfriendly Confines. Okay. Yes. That's fair. Well, I, can you just explain what it was like to be like the stadium oh, well, let me the see. the roar of the fans? So we were walking in to the stadium, yep. and you got to remember in 1908 the Negroes knew their place. Whoa! We right? oh, <laughs> so can't say and, that word. And the women usually didn't come to the stadium because they weren't allowed to vote. No, come as on, they shouldn't that's, have been. Wait, hold on—that's how the world worked in uh, 1908. All right, I'm and a, and a Bernie Sanders supporter. That. You can't talk like that. Absolutely. But, and I no, had I had just uh, finished reading an article in the newspaper. Yeah. About the Russian Tsar. newspaper. What the newspaper? What's the newspaper? Oh, the newspaper. It was. Uh, it was this. Uh, it was paper. What are you talking oh, about? Paper with the news on it. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I just use my tablet now. Absolutely. Yeah. Joel's phone were, remembers newspapers. Absolutely. Which was a perfectly fine, except they were mostly run by Jews. Which oh, was come unfortunate, on. No, you know, because in especially back then, you, you you could go to the country club to get away from. them. Oh, no, let's. <laughs> but let's just let's just now talk about. No, you can't. Look, I, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. I know that you come from a different time. But you can't talk about ethnic and racial groups that way. So if you could just well, cut that out for the rest. I of the, was really clear. It's Jews working in no, newspapers. No, well, let's just get to the, let's get back to the game. Chinese people are restaurant owners and prostitutes. No, that's not. They it's do other simple. They do, okay, all right, well, well okay. let's talk about what happens when the Cubs won. Oh, I imagine okay. they rush the field. I so imagine I, that everyone was I celebrating. Remember, I remember up. arriving at the game. Okay. okay, I was wearing my beaver pelt hat. Okay, that's very yep, old timey. Absolutely. Uh, that I had purchased for four cents earlier that day. Wow, that's yes. a cheap price. No, it wasn't. What are you kidding? I remember when beaver pelt hats were a mere two penny. Okay. Or, or you could sometimes squeeze three for four penny. Oh, okay. Three for <laughs> four. Okay. I can do the math on that. Absolutely. And you got to remember, back in back in odd eight, okay? Yeah. This is before baseball was ruined by the Italians. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> the now Italians on, ruined, ruined very, it. A no. lot of people will tell you, uh, the Negroes are ruined. No, baseball. The, nobody ruined but baseball. they're <laughs> wrong. No, nobody nobody they're right. am right. The Negroes No, did I'm saying not ruin you're baseball. wrong that you shouldn't It was the Italians who no, ruined no, baseball decades, no, decades baseball. before the Negroes. Nobody even got ruined a shot it. At. look, that's all horribly racist. Look, you're. If, with all due respect, Samuel, you are on my podcast right now, and what I want to hear from you is not racial slurs or sexist things. I just want you to hear, like, explain. I'm just trying to describe the world as it was. The last I don't time need the to cubs... hear about the world. Just how about this? I'll ex- ask you a very simple question that doesn't. How did you feel inside when you got to see your beloved cubs? How did you feel? What was the elation like? Well, it was pretty thrilling. Yeah, I can imagine. Talk about how thrilling thrilling it was. I have to say, I was a little bit numbed from the opium. The opium? I told you I was with the Chinese prostitute. Oh, come on. Okay. All right, look. One does not have a Chinese prostitute without smoking opium. It's a pretty simple one for one. Look, this is... Look, you are a very poor representation of Chicago what? and your generation. What kind of weirdo are you? Are you I mean, saying you're going to Chinese prostitutes? And not I'm not going opium? to Chinese prostitutes. I'm not going to prostitutes. What kind of prostitute? You're not going no, to any prostitutes. No, I'm not. What kind of crazy talk is that? Look, I What well, let's back this up just one bit, all right? Okay. Do you do you st- do you think the Cubs are going to win again this year? Is that going to be before you die, are you going to get to see the Cubs win one more time? Are you going to go to the stadium and cheer along now in 2015, see those Cubs win? Well, I got to tell you, there's a lot of things that happened that I didn't think were ever going to happen. And I always, I mean, I've never given up faith in the Cubs. Okay. You know, That's since, great. since I watched them do that, you got to understand that for me, the Cubs are not a bunch of lovable losers. Right. My first impressions of the Cubs was as winners. You remember as winners. Absolutely. And so, you know, over time, well, women got the right to vote. Sure, they did. You know, they they figured out how we were stopping black people from voting, and they made at least some of them vote. Uh, and and no, all of them vote. I mean, all of them vote. Gay people can get married now. That yeah. was a that they was sure a can. real blow. A real blow. No, that's a good thing. It's a it's a positive no, no. thing. We're progressing as a society. You can't find opium anywhere anymore. Well, good. We probably shouldn't. I mean, everyone switched over to heroin. You know, which is not my drug of choice. I really prefer opium. Okay, we get you that, know? but they, we're, you're swerving off of baseball again. Talk about. Well, do you think they're well, yes or no? Do you think the Cubs are going to win this year? It's hard to say. The sport's unrecognizable to me these days. Why is this? Why is the sport unrecognizable? This is a difficult question to answer because you told me not to use. <laughs> okay, thank before. you for being here, Samuel. All right, we got to cut all you right. off. All right. Go right, back Hello, your- Hello, Mom! No, your mom can't hear you. She's <laughs> got to be long dead. No, long- mom, Mom's still with us. What? Oh, yeah. She's, she's a big Red Stockings fan. Okay, all right. Thank you for coming, Samuel. Thank you. Today's podcast is brought to you by sue.co. That's T-S-U dot co. It's the only social media site that pays you to post... So make sure to sign up through sue.co slash sports number three podcast where you will get paid to post. And when you post, we get a little something too. So go to tsu.co slash sports number three podcast to support this podcast. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Sports! (laughs) Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World Weird Sports, the Dodger Dog. The Dodger Dog. Yep. All right. The Dodger Dog is part of this week's Wide World Weird Sports. Yeah. Uh, yep. You you say this as, uh, I believe, when you're listening to this episode, you'll know whether or not the Dodgers lost game five. Sure. Or no, they did, didn't uh, they? So it's this is either a that. celebration for their win or lamenting their loss, right? One of those two things. One of those two. Yeah. So the Dodger dog is a hot dog named after the Major League Baseball franchise that sells them the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yes. Not our, after our the artful Dodger from the hit play Oliver. You know, which I. Or the hit book Oliver. I did not understand. Twist. I was initially, I was trying to go like, what what role did Relish play in, in Oliver Twist? Yeah. Uh, and I was so confused for the longest time. Well, he really relished those bowls of gruel. <laughs> That makes a lot more sense. Are That's we sure it's, it's not the it Artful Dodger? It, it might be, yeah. yeah. Gotta pick a pocket or two. Yeah, and he always yeah. put a lot of mustard on it when he was, uh, when he was picking pockets. There so. we go. And something about onions. Uh, <laughs> this 10-inch ballpark frankfurter. Hold on, let me say that sexier. <laughs> this 10-inch ballpark frankfurter wrapped in steamy buns is consumed <laughs> by millions over the course of the baseball season. Oh, my. Consume my wiener Tell <laughs> buns. Tell me, tell me more. The hot dog is sold at Dodger Stadium, oh, Uh, located in Los Angeles, California. Oh, yeah. They cost $5 at each game. I've got $5. Uh, Well, this says it was $5 in each game during the 2009-2010 season, but they don't say what it was after that. Probably more now. Probably more. Uh, Thanks, Obama. According to the (laughs) National Hot Dog and Sausage Council... The projected number of 2011 season hot dogs sold at Dodger Stadium was 2 million. Should be clear that the Sausage Council is different from the Sausage Party. Right, exactly. The Sausage Party represents sausages in Congress. Yeah. But the Sausage Council. Is they like legislate, a, a, a right? There. They, yeah, they, 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 help, they, they write most of the legislation that the Sausage Party passes. Right? Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, 2 million. Two million that's a lot lot, Dodger Dogs. Establishing Farmer John Dodger dogs as the leader in hot dog sales of all those sold at Major League Baseball Ballparks. Oh, uh, well, good for them. You sounded very sarcastic there. I am, because they're not very good. Okay, that's fair. They're very, very mediocre hot dogs. And at five bucks a pop, it's a complete ripoff. Uh last time I was at a Dodgers game, I think I ate three. Yeah. They're great. I like the size, but there's otherwise nothing even remotely exceptional about Dodger Dogs. They're hot dogs at a game. I'm drunk. I'm eating hot dogs. Well, yeah, sure, but yeah. like other you 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 go other places and usually you get like a nice like bratwurst or something for that kind of money. Jesus, Joel. <laughs> yeah. There are two lines for Dodger Dog vendors. Do you know the two lines? Ooh. What each one represents. Uh, would you like a Dodger Dog? And hey, you look like you'd like a Dodger Dog. No, it's not about how they talk. One is steamed and the other's grilled. Yeah, who got Who gets in the steamed line? A steamed hot dog. The is steam disgusting. line is way shorter. Plus, the steamed oh. ones are the ones they give out for free when you get the all access pass thing, where you can get oh, all the free yeah. food. Uh, the vendors of the grilled dogs are typically typically located near the back wall of the stadium, so that the smoke doesn't overwhelm the baseball fans. The grilled dogs are considered the classic version. Yeah, I mean the better version. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. The success of the Dodger Dog has spawned a small chain of restaurants in Southern California area. One such restaurant named Dodger Dogs can be found in Universal City, California. I live right near there. You do? Yeah, maybe I could pop on down there to overpay for a mediocre. Hot You're dog. really pissed off. Are you going to be okay? You're going <laughs> to no, make it Fine. Time? You're just you're so exceptionally pissed off about the Dodger dogs. They sold two million of them. Yeah, two million times five bucks. They made ten million dollars. Ten million dollars. And you know what? The they probably upsell by a five x ten x maybe. I just I feel like more people need to, to say out loud that Dodger yeah. dogs aren't that good. You know because... what? I assume they probably spent a million dollars in material to sell ten million dollars in dogs. After the labor, what maybe two and a half million. Yeah, so no, they probably made they, seven they and half million a half million in profit on massive, those hot dogs. Massive margin. They're selling those at. Yeah, totally. I like that margin uh one such restaurant name okay the dodger dog is also available in the super dodger dog variation which is made of 100 percent beef as opposed to a beef pork blend now we're talking there we go yeah. grilled 100 percent beef 10 inches uh it's believed that the dodger dogs were first called dodger dogs in 1958 when the dodgers first came to los angeles from brooklyn brooklyn they can't have hot dogs because most of them were made of rats yeah. So legally, they couldn't call them hot dogs. Well, I mean, it depends. Some people like the rat hot dogs. Yeah. They, they might. They might. I shouldn't, I shouldn't pick on them. Yeah. Uh, Awfully judgmental of people who like to eat rats. That's true. Uh, Dodger dog wieners are also sold to the public in Southern California supermarkets under the Farmer John brand. In 2011, the Dodgers introduced a Mexican-themed Dodger dog, spelled mm. D-O-Y-E-R. Somehow... People didn't have a problem with that. <laughs> Seems like they would. Yeah. It's made with chili, salsa, and jalapenos. Uh, and condiments replacing the standard ketchup and mustard on your typical hot dog. A typical hot dog should just be mustard, no ketchup. Uh, I know. I have, I have strong opinions. Uh, You know, we've talked uh, enough about the Dodger dog at the stadium. I think we should talk about a pop culture. Right. Oh, okay. Where does the Dodger dog pop up in pop culture? Freaking everywhere. Yeah. Agent Mulder on the X Files claimed that Dodger dogs gave him swamp gas. <laughs> That's pop culture. There you go. Yep. Adam Carolla from the Adam Corolla Show podcast has repeatedly called for the Dodger dog to be replaced with anything but the Dodger dog. Ah, there's a man after my own. Well, I shouldn't say you that. You shouldn't say that about Adam Carolla. He a lot of controversial is, stuff. Yeah. But at least we agree on Dodger dog. Sure. Uh, in the film Hancock, Jason Bateman's character Ray calls Hancock or Will Smith a Dodger dog. I would love to know the context, yeah, in which but that doesn't happens. say it in the article, and I've never seen it. Uh, in the film The Sandlot, all the kids in the team make fun of Scott Smalls by calling him an L seven weenie, a foot long, a Dodger dog, a weenie. Hmm. Yep. Though we've we've established that they're not foot long. Yep. And then the most important one, Okay. Johnny Drama on Entourage complains that Vince, making him late, won't let him get a Dodger dog. Late to the the Dodgers game? Yeah. He won't let him get a Dodger dog. That sounds like another... Action-packed episode right. of On That sums up everything that you get. On <laughs> Hey Vin, you won't let me get a motorcycle. Well, you want a motorcycle? Hey, we got a motorcycle. It's the end of the show. Oh yeah! <laughs> yep. And that brings an end to another wide world of weird sports. Citizens of Podcast Town, that brings us to the close. Of another sports, sports, sports podcast uh and joining us now to give us you give you our contact information we have phil yeah i was here all along yeah, I need to join. All right, uh, you can find us on SoundCloud. That's SoundCloud dot com slash Sports Number Three Podcast. There, you can listen to all of our episodes. While you're there, comment like. I know that most of you are still listening on iTunes. We see the statistics. All the downloads come from iTunes, and not very many on SoundCloud. But really, SoundCloud's a good service. Not me. I'm yep. SoundCloud. There I'm you SoundCloud. go. SoundCloud, SoundCloud all, the all the way. SoundCloud for life. Yeah. Motherfucker. People send us emails. People tweet at us. Nobody comments on SoundCloud. If you are hearing this right now, just go and comment on SoundCloud so we know you exist. Yeah. SoundCloud.com if you are slash SportsNover3 podcast. Why are you not on SoundCloud yeah, right now? Yeah, stop emailing. Instead of emailing us, you do know it on SoundCloud. that we're we talking it, about you. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, Twitter.com slash number 3 podcast. Another great place to talk to us after you commented on SoundCloud. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then you can also find us on our sponsor, co. That's TSU.co slash sports number three podcast. It's the only social media site that pays you to post. And when you sign up through TSU.co slash sports number three podcast, we get a little taste of that too. So make sure to drop by TSU.co slash sports number three podcast. Leave us a comment. We appreciate it. All right. Um, I just walked by this ancient guy in the hallway. Was yeah. He was asking to, to want to know if there was a water closet. Oh, he's talking about a toilet. Oh. I thought he meant the janitor's closet. Oh, he's probably dead. There's a lot of open bleach canisters in there. Oh, what? Sorry, Sam. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.